Will today's snack make us shriek with delight? Find out next on Junk Feud. Yeah, welcome, foolish mortals, to Junk Food, the podcast about spooky food where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisbooted champion of ghoulish snacks. I'm your host, Mike. Alongside me, as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liz. So, what do you get when you cross a turkey with a ghost? A turkey with a ghost? Um, Something about goblin? No. Go- a goblin? No, a poultry geist. A poultry geist. Oh, I get it, because it's poultry and a poltergeist. That was a dad joke, a joke you tell to your dad. That one was sent in to us by friend of the show, Owen. And if you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the show, you can send it in to us via X or threads at JunkFeudPod or via email to JunkFeudPod at gmail.com. Liss. Yeah. Welcome back once again to the world's yeetest podcast. Very mid, giving them the ick, hitting them with the riz each and every week. Liz, it's spooky season, and guess what? Junk boot is back. Junk boot is here, and this is our Halloween episode, Alyssa. Yeah. Ooh. Was that spooky enough for you? Sure. Do you want to talk about some spooky stuff? Sure. Liz, we had a Friday the 13th this October. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah. There's usually, uh, you know, anywhere between one and three Friday the 13th in any given year, but it's uh, it's rare that they fall in October, the spookiest month, canonically, of course. So, we watched Friday the 13th. You did, that's right. It was not good at all. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that later. We tried to do some spooky stuff so far this season. We haven't painted our pumpkins yet. We might do that tonight because it's a cold and rainy day. The leaves are falling down. The wind is blowing. It's the right kind of day for staying inside and drinking apple cider and painting pumpkins. Wouldn't you say so? And I don't have the football game tonight anymore. And your football game was canceled. That's right. Liz, do you like to paint your pumpkins or carve your pumpkins? Oh, definitely paint. I suck at carving pumpkins. Yeah, we're not very good at making jack-o'-lanterns. Although you made, I do recall one year, you made a hybrid painted jack-o'-lantern where you made a Harry Potter jack-o'-lantern. Oh, yeah. But just the lightning bolt scar was cut out. So like the light would shine through that and the rest of it was, uh, was painted to look like Harry Potter. That was a good one. Yeah, that was. Your mom is really good. Your mom. She did really good with the Phillies one last year. Yeah, she made this awesome Phillies uh, jack-o'-lantern last year. Shout out to the Philadelphia Phillies. By the time this airs, they will have either uh, won the World Series or been eliminated from contention, I think. Yeah. Right? So let's just say, I'll edit this out if they lose, but congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies, your 2023 World Champions of Baseball, preemptively. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's right. Liz. Uh, here's a, a Halloween tradition. Yeah. A haunted hayride. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you Don't t- even get me started on that right <laughs> Do you now. you want to tell me about your haunted hayride ordeal? Okay. So, for my birthday- You have party, an October birthday. From Yes. So, for my birthday party this year, we were supposed to go on this super good haunted hayride, haunted corn maze, haunted trail, and haunted, haunted carnival. That's like, a lot of haunted. It's like a- Package deal, right? Four haunteds there. We get, so the first time gets rained out. I'm like, oh no. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But then the next week comes, I'm like, okay, whatever. So it's raining. During the day. During the day. And then it stops raining and it's super clear, good night. And then, so we're like, oh, well, it's not even raining. So we drive on over there. Takes about 
45 minutes to get there. Yep. We have 10 of my friends. <laughs> in two in, cars. In two cars. We get there and there's this big sign and it says closed. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Haunted hayrides closed. Haunted moose out front. Should have told you. Yep. It was a bummer. It was. Terrible. And then what did we do? And then we went to Sonic. We went to Sonic. Impromptu snack review list. What did you have at Sonic on the night that we should have been on a haunted hayride? An Oreo milkshake and onion rings. Oreo milkshake and onion rings. Uh, What do you give the Sonic Oreo milkshake? I think Sonic makes possibly the best fast food milkshakes there are. What do you think? The Oreo one was not the best. Just okay? Yeah, it was like a B. B? Okay, B flat? Yeah, B flat. B flat. How about the onion rings? Sonic onion rings are not not my top. Yeah. Not top of the line for me. Maybe like a C plus. Yeah, I'd say so. Like slightly better than Burger King onion rings, but not as good as real onion rings. BK, have it your way. <laughs> I do like that song. Me too. I was, last year around Christmas when that commercial was on like all the time, I was just walking around the house like doing laundry singing whopper, 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 whopper. Whopper, whopper. It's a good one. It's a, it's a, a tune as the guy on the Peloton would say. A tune, Alyssa. You still ride the Peloton? Oh yeah, of course. Hey, uh, I had at Sonic a grape slush with nerds. Blech. I think that's the best thing they have at Sonic. Like Grape is so gross. I can't. I, well, you Ugh. know me. I love artificial grape flavor. Oh, I can't. I like nerds. The textural contrast of having the crunchy, sugary nerds inside the super, super cold slushy. I, I never get more brain freeze than I do when I'm drinking a grape uh, slush from Sonic. It's just instant brain freeze. Here's the thing, though, Liz. Because in New Jersey, we have that uh, law that says you can't give out plastic straws. Sonic has started giving paper straws with their slushes. It's not good time. It's Impossible. Good time. You can drink maybe a quarter of it before the thing completely disintegrates. And then you just, you lose suction. You can't get any. It's, I have to like drink it as fast as I can, which gives me brain freeze. And then I have to take a pause to let the brain freeze pass. But by the time I do, the paper straw is gone. And then I have to drive all the way home hoping that the slush won't melt completely and then I get home and I have to like stir it up and use one of our reusable metal or plastic straws that we keep here. You know what I just thought of? What's that? We should tell them about what I get to do later today. Uh, You should tell me about what you get late to do later today because I have no idea. What do you get to do later today, Liz? The Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift. The movie. The movie. The Taylor Swift the movie. Is that what it's officially called? No, the Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie. Oh, that's right. You and the cheerleading crew are going to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert film tonight. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick. What's your Mount Crunchmore of concert movies? I didn't even know that those were a thing. Have you ever seen a concert movie? No. What no, never? Oh, my top four? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Woodstock the movie has got to be in there. Talking Heads Stop Making Sense for sure. Uh, I really like Dave Chappelle's Block Party. That's a good one. And then what am I missing here? I mean, I've seen, I've seen a bunch of different Dave Matthews one. What's the, what's the Led Zeppelin one? The song remains the same. Is that the Zeppelin one? Is that what it was called? That's a good one. Does Spinal Tap count? I don't think that counts. That's a, like an actual film. I don't know. What, uh, so I'll say, uh, what was the first one I said? I don't know. I don't know either. Those four that I said. Whatever the Zeppelin one was, Stop Making Sense, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and uh, Woodstock, for sure. So, you know how... So, they're doing the Taylor Swift one, and then on December 1st, uh-huh. they're coming out with the Renaissance Tour film. What's the Renaissance Tour? The... Uh, Is that Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, so there's going to be a Beyonce concert film, too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would go see those. 
I would too. I like Tay Tay. I like Beyonce. I don't think I know as many Beyonce songs as I do Taylor Swift songs. I don't songs. think I know any. Oh, of course you do. You really? know Single Ladies for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I made Dean dance to that. Shout out to Dean. Liz. What? Uh, I bet when Dean was dancing to Single Ladies, you were just standing there in the background shrieking your head off, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? What? That reminds me of this week's snack, Alyssa. Oh, my gosh. Up next on Junk Feud, <laughs> Skittles Shriekers. Skittles Shriekers. That's right. The Halloween Skittles list. What are Skittles Shriekers? Um, so they're limited edition uh-huh. for Halloween. Yeah. And hidden inside each pack are the super sour Skittles. That's right. That look all like the rest, but bring an unpredictable punch of sour flavor to even the most fearless candy fan shriek. Yeah. Well, that's what the press release says, right? Have you ever had these before, Liz? Have you had Skittles shriekers? No, I haven't. I haven't either. This is going to be exciting. Here's the Here's the quick history of Skittle Shriekers, because there isn't really much. Uh, According to Tanya Berman, who's the seasonal marketing lead for Mars Wrigley, that's kind of a good job, isn't it? Seasonal marketing lead for a candy company? Yeah. You get to talk all about like, well, Skittle Shriekers and probably Halloween M&Ms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, So the company's always looking to surprise fans with unexpected flavor experiences. So this is going to be a flavor experience, Alyssa, not just a candy. Uh, According to one of our favorite snack review websites, impulsivebuy.com, this is in fact an experience, not just a spooky snack. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. You want to know how it works? How? All right. There's a bunch of Halloween themed flavors in this pack list. There is shocking lime, which is the light green one. Yes. Ghoulish green apple. That's the darker green. Rattled raspberry. Purple. Purple, yeah. Citrus scream. Light orange. And spine tingling tangerine. Darker orange. Hey, quick, what are your brother's uh, top three favorite colors? <laughs> oh my gosh. Orange, light orange, and dark orange. That's right. Shout out to Chase from Health Feud. Uh, so each Skittle is a real flavorless. And according to a lot of the reviews we've read online, they're really good. Dinosaur Dracula, who is probably like the top authority when it comes to spooky snacks, gave them an A, like an A flat. Really? Yeah. Uh, More than one Redditor from the Reddit reviews that we read thought that the regular sour Skittles should be replaced full time with Skittle Shriekers. They thought these were even better, including the tangerine ones. I've heard the tangerine is like the best Skittles flavor there is. Oh my gosh. I heard... No, I heard. I think they should discontinue the tropical Skittles. You don't like tropical Skittles? Uh-uh. I don't think I've had them in a long time. They're, they just like, they make me so sick to my stomach. You probably shouldn't eat them then. Yeah, they just, they, I don't know. Just do regular Skittles. Oh, <laughs> can't even look at them. You're looking at a package uh, right now and being repulsed. Liz, what are the flavors of tropical uh, Skittles? I don't even know. I have no idea. Let's see. Uh huh. Tropical Skittle. Oh, I can't. All right, banana berry. Oh, that sounds good. It's, we just you just no. had a banana strawberry banana smoothie. A smoothie bowl. Smoothie bowl. Excuse me. Kiwi lime mango mango tangelo mango tangelo. Yeah, the same thing. Uh huh. Pineapple passion fruit and strawberry star. They make me sick to my stomach. Hmm. Yeah, there are some interesting combinations in there. Definitely tropical. Definitely oh of gosh. the islands. And the wild berry ones too. You don't like wildberry? I always thought they were inferior to regular Skittles for sure, but I don't oh, think I would like And the pink ones. Want to get rid of them. What do you mean pink ones? There's pink Skittles? There's like a pink the smoothie ones. Ugh. You don't like the smooth You don't like any Skittles, huh? I oh, I don't like any of You just you're just a regular Skittles girl. Uh-huh. 
Well, Liz, you might like Skittle Shriekers because they have a catch. Like you said earlier, some of them are really, really sour. Like Skittle says they are super maximum sour and you don't know which one is which because they all look like what they're supposed to be. So, Liz, these little fun-sized bags of Skittle Shriekers that we've got in front of us here, they have about 15 Skittles in them, but there will be like two or three per bag that are sour surprises. That's it? Yeah. That should be fun, though, because it's going to be like one of those games where you don't know, like a Russian roulette of sour candies. You don't know what Russian roulette is, do you? Oh, no, I do. You do know what Russian roulette is. All right, so let's hear a 13-year-old explain (laughs) Russian roulette. Alyssa, go ahead. Wait, actually, I might be thinking of something else. Well, no, let's hear what you think it is. (laughs) So what I think it is is the thing where you go, um, where you're, like, standing back to back. Uh Uh-huh, go on. And you walk, like, 10 steps and turn around and shoot them. Oh, you think that's Russian roulette? (laughs) Well, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Congratulations. No, of course not. That's a duel, dear. You've seen Hamilton. You know what a duel is. And then is Russian roulette like like you don't know what something is that you're eating? Well, I mean, that's a way to use that term. Sure. Liz, uh, Skittle Shriekers are pretty new. Did you know that? Wait, explain what Russian roulette is. (laughs) Uh, Russian roulette is when you take a handgun, a revolver specifically. You know, the one that has like the revolving chamber and you can put bullets in it. Well, you put one bullet in it and you spin the chamber and then you click it in real fast so you don't know where the bullet is. And you take turns pulling the trigger, uh, aiming at yourself, (laughs) and you don't know where the bullet is. That's called Russian roulette. See, I oh. told you you didn't want to know. No, that's what I was thinking of. I was so I was thinking of this game, and they say that it's like a kid's version of Russian roulette. And so you all put your heads like down, and it's a big circle of kids. You all like face your heads down, and then someone in the middle throws like a ball up, uh-huh. and then it'll drop down. Whoever's head it hits, they're out. And then you just keep going to the last person. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever played that. We did, I did that. We did play Russian roulette with a, uh, I have, when I was in college, I had an airsoft gun that was a revolver and it had these little shells and you would put the little yellow plastic airsoft BB in the shell. Uh, we would put one in at a time and we would spin the chamber and then we would hold it point blank onto oh. our palms and shoot each other in the hands with it. It didn't hurt. It was just surprising. You know what's surprising about Skittles Shriekers, Alyssa? What? That they only came out in 2021. Can you believe that? Whoa, that was like two years ago. Yeah, you had to count on your fingers for that one, huh? <laughs> Liz, what else was going on in 2021? Uh, um, COVID. Yeah, a mostly, lot of COVID. mostly COVID. That sucked quite a lot, actually. Uh, there was a, a container ship, the Ever Given, that ran aground in the Suez Canal. The European Super League was announced and almost immediately failed. Yep, everybody gave up on the European <gasps> Super League. That was a bad idea that no one wanted. Go Jeff ahead. Jeff Bezos went to space. Jeff Bezos went to space on I his giant rocket him. with his cowboy hat. You want to meet him? Yeah, because I want to get some money. Oh, see, that's a, isn't that an interesting thing about rich people? Uh, everyone says that they want to meet them or like be their friends, but not because of who they are. It's just because you want proximity to their cash, right? Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people are so enamored with Elon Musk. Not because he is or is not a super genius or whatever the case may be, just because like uh, I only you want knew, some money from him. <laughs> I only knew Elon Musk from like the Tesla car. Well, sure. Yeah. He's but done I, a lot of other things. I didn't know that he was like a multi-billionaire. Yeah, for sure. Richest man in the world by some counts, uh, depending on the day. Okay. So NASA launched the DART to redirect an asteroid? Yeah, that was a success. Really interesting, actually. Uh, Princess Libet. Lilibet. Princess Lilibet. Lilibet. Of Sussex was born in Bishop 
Desmond Tutu died. Yeah, RIP to Bishop Desmond Tutu. Kind of a crappy year all around there, Alyssa, I guess, uh, unless you were Jeff Bezos. I like that name. You like the name Bishop Desmond Tutu? You're adding it to your list of fun stuff? Yeah. What else is on your list of fun stuff here? Tartitan. Tartitan. Tartitan, reciprocal Macintosh, heterogeneity bumfuzzle, Wigglesworth Dole. Real person, by the way, Wigglesworth Dole. Butt. Fargle Butt. yeah. Snapple Snaps. Uh-huh. And Bishop Desmond Tutu. And Bishop Desmond Tutu, that's right. Listen, we were just talking about uh, Tanya Berman from Mars Wrigley a minute ago. You remember that? Yeah. So I did a little bit of digging. I think Tanya Berman would probably be a fan of junk feud lists. Really? Yeah, that's right. According to her LinkedIn profile, she no longer works for Mars Wrigley, uh, where she was also the M&M's brand manager. Liz, can you believe this? She was responsible for M&M's caramel. Holy guacamole. Yeah, we like those. It was the first M&M's with a soft center, their biggest product launch in like an entire decade. She's now Liz with Mondelez International, which is the parent company for Oreos. Really? Guess what her title is there. This is so good. What? Senior Vice President Biscuit. Hmm. Senior Vice President Biscuit. Would you like to be the Senior Vice President Biscuit, Alyssa? Sure. I mean, someday, right? Maybe. Who Do we know somebody that has a pet that's name is Biscuit? I feel like we do. Somebody once called Alexa Bliss the professional wrestler Biscuit Butt, which we thought was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, anyway, Liz, I found this interview that Tanya did for the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Tanya is uh, an alum of the Stern School of Business at NYU, actually, where she has an MBA. Liz, she spoke very passionately about how innovation drives consumer products, which is probably pretty boring to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, With foods that people love, you have to find this balance between like bringing new and exciting stuff to market like Skittle Shriekers, but also making sure that people still have access to the old stuff that they love and are comfortable with. So I think we would agree with that. Skittle Shriekers is probably a good example of that, right? Yeah. It's like these new scary sour Skittles, but then also a bunch of flavors that people are pretty comfortable with and in a package that they know and love because it's Skittles. Yeah. It's kind of neat. So, Liz, it's like, uh, have you? I know you've heard of this because we talked about it on the cheese cheesecake ep- episode. It's uh, Alyssa, the Lindy effect. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The Lindy effect, which just says the longer something has existed, the longer it's likely to continue to exist. Yeah. So, all these like viral TikTok junk foods that we've uh, talked about on this show probably aren't going to make a dent in the long run. But for the most part, we probably will see Skittles for a long time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Speaking of things being around for a long time, Alyssa, in this case being resurrected or even undead, here's something else that uh, Tanya may have been responsible for, Alyssa. They're called zombie Skittles. Have you heard of zombie Skittles? No. Well, they don't exist anymore. They came out a year before Skittles Shriekers. They're discontinued now. Do you want to know why? Why? Okay. The gimmick for zombie Skittles, list was mostly the same as Skittles Shriekers, which is there's a bunch of flavors. In this case, there was petrifying citrus punch, which was orange, mummified melon, which was green. That one sounds pretty good, actually. Chilling black cherry. Mommy would like that one, huh? That's purple. Boogeyman blackberry, which were blue, and blood red berry, which were red. But just like with Skittles Shriekers, Liz, a few in the pack were different. Yeah. Yes. Shriekers are sour. Zombie Skittles, Liz. The two or three... Yeah, you're reading ahead in the notes that were in that pack tasted like rotted flesh from an undead zombie. Oh. You're making a face. This is radio, so no one can see the face you're making, That's but gross. it does sound awful. Uh, according to Impulsive Buy, again, they said it tasted like rotting fruit and meat. And those gross ones, the zombie Skittles themselves, had some of the same flavor compounds in them as rotten eggs. Ew. What do you think about that? That's so gross. 
You've uh, you've had some of those gross flavored candies before, haven't you? Yeah. We're going to do them on the show one day, but we've done the Harry Potter Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans, huh? Yeah. In Florida, a while ago, uh-huh. a few years ago, we did the Bean Boozle. That's right. And Uncle Pat threw up. Uncle Pat got a vomit jelly bean and then promptly vomited himself. Shout out to Uncle Pat. What's the one that you got that was like really bad? Uh, I think I did get almost all of the bad ones. I definitely had dirt and grass, and they were n- nasty. I got all the good ones. You might have cause... had booger or earwax. No, I got stinky sock. That was disgusting. Stinky sock. Gross. I think yeah. the Harry Potter uh, Bean Boozled Challenge should rebrand itself for Halloween. That would be like a fun Halloween. Yeah. Like a mischief night prank, that kind of thing. No, I like, I actually really like the blueberry like the opposite of the blueberry the the toothpaste oh yeah yeah were they a little bit minty yeah they tasted not bad i didn't think you liked mint i do maybe it's your brother well your brother definitely doesn't like mint he doesn't like anything Liz, it's fun for us to talk about this stuff it's even more fun for people that work on these kinds of concepts to do that tracking trends is fun to do tracking trends in goofy stuff you like is even more fun we said tanya berman was the seasonal marketing lead for mars wrigley when she worked there did you know that company also has a chief halloween officer list really yeah how would you like to be the chief halloween officer for a company love to I would love to also. Uh, and it's true. In 2020, when Mars Wrigley came out with the zombie Skittles, there was this guy that worked there named Tim LaBelle. He did an interview with the website, thedrum.com. And he said uh, there were some trends that were driving sweet treat habits around Halloween for 2021 when Shriekers came out. Yeah. First, he said uh, trick-or-treating was rebounding after COVID had limited the amount of people that were willing to go out that year. Remember what trick-or-treating was like in 2020, the first COVID year list? No. You don't remember that? Remember there were people in our neighborhood. I can't even remember back to last year. (laughs) There were people people in our neighborhood who had built these chutes out of PVC pipe that would run from the windows in their house all the way down to the sidewalk. Because, you know, if you didn't know if somebody was sick or not, you didn't want them all coming up and knocking on your door and standing there in your face and handing candy out directly. So they would shoot little fun size candy bars down these, uh, down these pipes to the sidewalk. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, we just left a table full of stuff out in our driveway, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We we just left this big table because, you know, uh, I'm we're not really worried about people stealing the candy because we have a big hill <laughs> and people don't bother going up it. That's true. There's a little bit of a hill to the driveway. If you really want that candy, climb the hill. I think we had baseball cards for Halloween that year as well. Oh, yeah. we. I, I made little individual packs of baseball cards. cards. All the time because you buy way too many. That reminds me. I have to do that again this year. I got to put those packs together. So anyway... Uh, Tim LaBelle said something similar to what Tanya said, which is nostalgia is always tied to the seasons, but people still want variety and flavor and texture. And that's why they're willing to experiment with things like zombie Skittles or Skittles Shriekers list. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I think the uh, willingness of people to experiment with new stuff only if it's tied already to something they like explains a lot of the success of something like Skittle Shriekers. But here's a thing I think about a lot, Alyssa. Michael Bay's Transformers. Do you think about Michael Bay's Transformers a lot? Um, no. I, well, I do. It was actually on last night. We were watching, uh, we were watching SmackDown last night and then immediately afterwards was Rampage. And then immediately after Rampage was Michael Bay's Transformers. And I think about that movie a lot, not because it's good, because it isn't, uh, or because I like it because I don't necessarily, although Shia LaBeouf is all right. Um, listen, I think it's kind of an exemplar for this idea. Uh, about nostalgia being tied to trying things new and getting people into the room to experience something new by making it seem like it's something that they already like. So, for example, for this movie, 
Michael Bay just wanted to make a movie about giant fighting robots. Yeah. But nobody was going to pay money for the risk that would be incurred for an unknown giant fighting robot franchise from Michael Bay. So instead, they just got the license for Transformers and said, look, it's a Transformers movie. It wasn't really. These were, you know, they didn't look a whole lot like the Transformers. Some of them sounded alike. Them, Peter Cullen reprised Optimus Prime, obviously. But there was nothing really about that movie that was Transformers-y, except for the fact that there were giant fighting robots that sort of had the same color palette. Yeah. Yeah, but the name on the marquee said Transformers, so people like me who were, you know, growing up with Transformers wanted to go see it, and then it made a billion dollars or whatever. Yeah. So, you you know, you're willing to do things that you know already. Exactly. Liz, how many Marvel movies have there been? Uh, 44. 44 <laughs> and counting, I think. Uh, Liz, this year, there are 136 sequels, prequels, remakes, demakes, reboots, and uh, soft Reboots officially announced for release within the coming year of 2024. Can you believe that? Uh, uh, Seems like way too many, right? I heard that they were supposed to have, I feel like we talk about this like a lot, but the like real life Snow White. The real life Snow White. Oh yeah, because you like all of the uh, the Walt Disney Company live action remake movies, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy about them. I don't think I've seen one that I liked yet. The the Little Mermaid is really good. Once you see that, you'll change your mind. That's true. I still haven't seen that one. It's on Disney+. Plus. We can check it out right after the show. You know what? I did see The Lion King live action CGI, whatever oh, you want I to call like it, remake movie. twice in the movie theater. I didn't like it and I still saw it twice. I saw it once with you because you asked me to take you when you were little. But then also your mother and I were in Denver one year and we were killing time before our flight because our flight was late at night and we didn't have anything to do. So we went to the movies and just took a nap in the movie theater while The Lion King was playing. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like uh, theaters are a nice place to relax and rest, especially if it's summertime, especially if you want a place that's cool and dark. It's not really quiet, though. That's the only problem. It's bright and it's loud. Yeah. I mean, it's not bright because it's a dark movie theater, but it's bright because there's a movie being displayed in front of you, which is light on a screen. What's, what would be your Mount Crunchmore of sleeping mu- movies? My Mount Crunchmore of sleeping movies? Yeah, like movies that you could fall asleep to. I'd, well, like not because mm. they're boring, but because like they're just calm. Wow, that's, that's a really sad. good question, Liz. Uh, I don't know if there are any that I would consider calm enough that I would intentionally fall asleep during them, but there have been there have been a few movies that I've fallen asleep during, actually. I try not to. It's disrespectful to the movie makers. It's disrespectful to me and my time because I want to watch the movie. You know who falls asleep in every single movie? Mom. Your, your mom, that's right. Uh, she has a fundamental inability to stay awake as soon as the opening credits roll on a film she is out whether we're at home in the movie theater she doesn't even bother to go to the movie theater anymore because she knows she's just going to pass out right away yeah I, can... I have only there's only two movies that i can think of that i fell asleep to oh well i only have two too so between us we have a mount Crunchmore. what are your two my two is the puss in boots movie oh no <laughs> you fell asleep during puss in boots i fell asleep during the new one uh-huh and then the other one cinderella the live action cinderella or the no, original just one the regular one Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. How about that? But you've seen that one a bunch of times. You don't fall asleep every time, right? Depends. That's surprising because I know that you like Cinderella. I do. I've seen it so many times that I just like... "Mm." Yeah, maybe. So I fell asleep definitely during the Lion King live action CGI remake twice. Both times I saw it in the theater, I fell asleep. And then I took your brother to see the Peanuts movie, Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Really? Yeah, which was good and I liked, but I I don't remember why. I just, I recall being so tired that day. 
And as soon as I sat in that seat, and it was one of the reclining ones, I was just done. There, we So our movie theater has reclining seats, and it's so soft. Yeah, that is a good theater. I am very, we are very spoiled list because it's just a few minutes away from our house. It's small and never crowded. We go they have to the great seats, good popcorn, cheap tickets on Tuesday nights. We are, we are super lucky. I hope it stays in business forever. Me too. Because it's like five minutes down the road. They're half price Tuesday. Yeah, it's awesome. I sound like a grandma saying that. Half price Tuesday. I know. You sound like, you sound like my mom, your grandma, who always has a coupon for everything. You do too for Wendy's. You always have coupons. You know, it's surprising. I was actually thinking about this the other day because we're going to talk about this on the next episode. But whenever I was younger and I would go out anywhere, like when I first got my driver's license and I would go out on my own, if I told grandma I was going somewhere, she would be like, hold on, wait, I have a coupon. And she would go and like look in this little envelope and dig out physical coupons. And it was always so embarrassing for me because my friends were around or I'd have to like, you know, you go to the store and you have to tell the cashier like, oh, hold on, I have a coupon. And like it's, it's a weird frictiony. It's a it's like a transaction with friction attached to it. But now that we have all these apps on our phones and like gift cards and stuff, <laughs> yeah, and preloaded gift cards, it's super simple. I just tap in what I want. I get the discount. I put in the coupon or the promo code. Even when I'm shopping online, I'll do this. And there is no personal interaction, so I don't have to feel embarrassed about it. Uh, but it's exactly the same thing. I'm doing the same thing grandma does with coupons, just with a promo code online or an There's app on the phone. video and it was like this mom with her kid in the cart and she had like 114 coupons at uh-huh. the grocery store and the girl just kept scanning them and she got like $1,000 for grocery. $1,000? Like just roughly. Oh my goodness. It was so funny. Hey, Liz, uh, here, I'm going to try a segment switcher upper now. Let's see if you can follow me here. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of things that, mm, no, that's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> speaking of movies and movie theaters and such. Well, yeah. Hey, that's a good one. Speaking of movie theaters and movie things and such, it's October. That's when Halloween movies usually come out, Liz. We're going to eat Skittles Shriekers today. Shrieking is something you might do at a scary movie. List, do you want to talk about scary movies really fast? Yes. Okay, we were just talking about like lack of originality or insight, cynical reliance on established pop culture properties and memes and traits to prop up struggling media companies. Yeah. So let's talk about horror movie sequels, Alyssa. Like you said, you watched Friday the 13th. Yeah, the you, first movie's not good at all. You didn't like it. No, it's no. literally some some teenagers running around trying not to get killed and uh-huh. slashed in their throat uh-huh. by some old woman. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Liz, Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween was like the original slasher movie that repopularized the genre in the 70s and 80s. It was sort of like this outdoor-driven meditation on the persistence of evil. And uh, by the third movie list, Michael Myers, the iconic uh, masked murderer with the ghastly plastic William Shatner visage, he wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. It's so weird. Horror slasher film sequels are absolutely bananas. Friday the 13th, obviously the same. Liz, did you know that when Friday the 13th, the movie, was being conceived, there was a movie poster... That was made and it just said Friday the 13th, uh, something like the most terrifying film ever made or whatever. Yeah. And they they, pu- they published this in the trades and there wasn't even a movie yet. The script was not even written. They just said, we have this cool concept, which is Friday the 13th is a scary date and we're going to make a scary movie. Let's tell people about it. But there was no Jason. There was no Mrs. Voorhees. There was no nothing. There wasn't even a movie. They just said, hey, Friday the 13th, it's a thing that people know. They'll come see it. 
Really, really weird. You haven't seen any of the sequels for that, have you? No. No. Uh, they are absolutely insane. Um, you are a teenager now, obviously. Uh-huh. These are mostly movies about teenagers being <laughs> slaughtered or <laughs> narrowly escaping grisly death. So this is all thematically appropriate, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I was not allowed to watch these movies when I was your age. I didn't really want to, actually. I'm not like terribly into horror films. Like horror, horror films. I like the universal classic monster movies, obviously. Oh my gosh. We've talked about that. I was just thinking of this horror movie. Uh-huh. So I, I was at Alex's house uh-huh. and we were watching like scary movies, right? And then she put on this movie because we were looking on Netflix trying to find a scary movie. Yeah. And so they put on this movie and it was like this girl gets like killed uh-huh. in this like, hold on. I need to explain it. So there's there's this ghost girl because she died. A ghost girl, sure. Yeah. And then she, it's all these friends and they're all on a FaceTime phone, f- f- uh, f- FaceTime call. And then she shows up to their houses, like messes with their lights and then just stabs them in the head. Ooh. You can see all the blood like rushing out. Terrible. Blends their hands in blenders. Oh, gross. And I'm, I'm like, Alex, are you sure this is PG-13? She goes, yeah, I'm sure of it. And then when we're done watching the movie, I'm in like shock. I'm shaking. I'm <laughs> screaming. And then she exits out and it's rated R. And I'm oh, like, no. out of my boots, shaking out of my boots. And I'm like freaking out. I called mom to pick me up. <laughs> I was like done with my day. Let's. This is great because when I was a kid and we wanted to watch movies like that, there was no Netflix. There was no streaming video. You either had to rent the video at the video store, which was an experience all to itself, which we'll talk about on another show. But, you know, you had to have like a parent there, so it wasn't going to happen. Or unless you had to watch it on TV. And unless you paid to have premium channels like HBO or Cinemax or Showtime, which we did not do, you had to watch them on basic cable, Alyssa. Yeah. Do you have any idea what basic cable is? You couldn't swear... Uh-huh. Show violence uh-huh. or anything like that. Yeah, that's right. So you got to watch what were called TV edits. The movie channels like TBS or TNT or AMC or even like local networks, uh, Channel 9 here up by New York would show. And all the bad parts were cut out, Alyssa. Yeah. So for like horror movies and sequel horror movies, obviously this led to some hilarious situations. Yeah. As you can imagine. And uh, in a way, TV edits of horror movies have become their own subgenre. There are like private BitTorrent trackers online where people will trade TV edits of these horror movies because they love them so much or they have such a nostalgic connection to them. Let's, here's uh, a couple interesting things that have to happen when you edit a horror movie for TV. Do you, th- do you think you know what that might be? Uh, you have to take out all the like bad and violence and gore and stuff. Yeah, you take out all the really nasty stuff. And what this does actually is pretty interesting. Um, in some cases it can make the movie even scarier because now there's like greater anticipation and you have to use your imagination to think about what horrible thing is transpiring that you can't see. So that, that sometimes makes them actually scarier than they are because nothing you can watch on TV and you know is fake is ever as scary as the thing you're imagining in your head. Now here's the fun part. Uh, all the bad language has to be edited out, Alyssa. Yeah. So unless you want to have like dead air or missed plot points, I mean, for some of these movies, who cares, right? But uh, you have to dub in alternate line readings and that can be hilarious. When I was a kid, this is not a horror movie. We uh, we recorded from television, from a network broadcast, Weekend at Bernie's, uh, a fun movie that we like to watch. And there is some bad language in that movie, obviously, but there's a part where Larry is yelling at a little kid and he says, I'm going to rip your guns out. What does that mean, Liz? Guts. Yeah, he should have said guts, but he said guns. He said, I'm going to rip your guns out. 
it, I don't know. It was a weird edit. Like there's we dumb were, stuff like that. When we were at Grammy's house when I was little, uh-huh. I forget like what show or what movie it was, but we were watching it on like the TV cable, whatever it was called. This was like a few years ago. So. Yeah. But they did cut out like the bad part. Oh, of course. And the bad part was my favorite part. Cause what? It was, it was like not a kid's movie, but it wasn't like a adult movie but it had like one bad word in it and i remember that part and that's the part you remember just the bad word just that word because i thought it was so funny and i would laugh every time that they said it and on the cable it like didn't say the bad word and i got so disappointed (laughs) and i was like grammy why didn't it say the word and she goes what word i was like they didn't say the bad word you didn't say it did you no but i was so mad that they didn't show it Oh, here's a good one, Liz. You would like this. Have you ever seen a movie called Snakes on a Plane? No. Okay, so Snakes I on a Plane. I don't watch anything that says snakes in it. That's scary. <laughs> You're like Indiana Jones? You don't like snakes? Indies. Alyssa! <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, Snakes on a Plane is a movie with Samuel L. Jackson, who is very famous for saying lots of words that you can't say on television. And uh, it's about snakes on a plane, obviously. And there's this one famous line where uh, Samuel L. Jackson has just had it with those snakes on that plane, Liz. Yeah. And uh, on uh, on the real version of the movie, he uses some very ribald language. But on the TV, here's the line. Uh, I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that absurd? Wait, so I think I can guess what it is. Yeah, well, you can guess from the initials of those words what he was actually trying to say. Hey, we were just talking about Weekend at Bernie's a second ago. Yes. And I said it's not a Halloween movie. Listen, I think Weekend at Bernie's could actually be... A spooky season movie because uh, Weekend at Bernie's features a corpse, a dead body, Bernie, obviously. And in the sequel, Alyssa, he gets reanimated by voodoo. So technically it's a zombie movie. I guess so. How about that? That's my favorite really odd <laughs> tangential way <laughs> to try to describe a Halloween movie. And like, that was uh, my favorite type of sweat segment switcher segment upper. switcher upper well here Liz, here's one more here's my favorite part of this show Alyssa reads the ingredients list what's in skittles shriekers okay so there's sugar corn syrup palm kernel oil citric acid less than two percent of tapioca dextrin modified cornstarch malic acid natural and artificial flavors sodium citrate Colors, yellow five lake, yellow six lake, red 40 lake, blue two lake, titanium dioxide, blue one lake, yellow six, yellow five, blue one, and carnauba wax. Yeah, so this is like uh, sugar and sticky stuff, basically. Yes. Are you ready to get to the rules of the game, Alyssa? Yes. Junk Feud is a culinary clash to see which treat will be crowned the undisputed champion of snacks. It's a King of the Mountain style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. And Alyssa. Yes. The reigning defending undisputed champion of spooky snacks is apple cider donuts. Oh, I can't even think of those right now. (laughs) We ate so so many many. apple cider donuts. I think we bought like 75 apple cider donuts, Liz. I know. <laughs> to try for that show. But you know what? It was all worth it. They were delicious. Bit of a shocker, though. I didn't I didn't actually know if apple cider donuts were going to take the crown from Ginger Snaps Spiced Wafers, which, by the way, I had one, a Ginger Snap, right before this show. I love the tiny bags of Skittles. They are cute, aren't they? Liz, we're trying Skittle Shriekers today. It was an ordeal to get these. Did I tell you about this? Well, it you went with me. Yeah, you went these. with me on a bunch of these trips. They're apparently not as popular as I thought, Liz. I guess not. Yeah, I guess not too. 
Uh, Walmart had them. A single display, one side of a seasonal aisle, a half-empty box, only in a multi-pack. I tried to buy them online from Target List. They said they were in stock. I went to the store to pick them up. When I got there, they said, oh, we didn't. We never actually had any of those. Uh, Bummer. How rude. Well, anyway, we're going to try them now. There's no additional challengers today. It's just the spookiest of small bite-sized tropical fruit candies. So? Skittles Treakers. So it is? It is crunch time. Crunch time. We rate our snacks using a tier list from sprinkles to fun dip. Sprinkles to fun dip. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. One serving. And is for the undisputed championship of spooky, spooky food. Liz, you were saying you love these little. I love the tiny ones because fun the size. Sides, bags. The sides say like they're like little tears and yeah. you can like put them together oh yeah they're like little puzzle pieces the scalloped edges of <gasps> these uh skittles bags i have such a fun story about puzzle so on friday <laughs> okay so on friday wait yesterday go on so yesterday we were um at support like that's our study hall time sure so me and alex we went to the library and we completed a texturized puzzle it was a so texturized fun. puzzle i have never heard of that it before. was like for ages three and older but well, we did it and appropriate. it was so fun what is a texturized puzzle list? So, well, it was just like a regular puzzle, but like some of the pieces had like bumps and then like the animals had like fur. Oh, that's nice. I want to see if I can find the same one because it was so fun. So, Liz, I'm looking at the packaging here. The normal Skittles bag has a red border and then yeah. all the Skittles and a rainbow and the words. This one has an orange border, obviously, because it's Halloween, so it's orange colors with a black background. And Liz, at the top, there is a skull and it's screaming and it's screaming the word shriekers the skull like that reminds me of a death eater like sucking up harry potter oh wow it does it looks like the dark mark and it looks like not a death eater list but a dementor right yeah yeah i found it you found the textured puzzle that you did yeah it had 48 pieces 48 That's right. piece jungle <laughs> you guys did a whole 48 piece puzzle all by yourselves and the pieces were like huge too good grief so let's let's uh let's pop one of these open and try them out yeah. We've got a few packs here, one for you, one for me. They do rip really easily, so even you won't be able to screw this up. Are you sure about that? No. Okay. Liz, if you take a whiff of the Skittles while they're in the package, you can smell a strong fruit candy flavor. These to me smell like, you're going to hate this, they smell like Fun Dip, Liz. Oh, that is the, That is the scent of Fun Dip right there. So oh, that's interesting. So let's uh, pour these out on the table. I let's see which ones you have. I which ones are sour. You think so? You think the the ones with the modeling on the outside are the sour ones? Yeah. See, I was in my, in some of my research. It seemed like you wouldn't be able to tell visually. So we'll have to see. You might have to try this first. So I've got four purple ones. I've got four light green ones. I have one purple. I got three dark green, two dark orange, and one light orange. Is that everything? I have a lot of dark shades. So there should be two greens, two orange, one purple. Okay. Yeah. So let's try them out. Uh. Are you going to try the one you think is sour first? No, definitely not. No, I'm going to try my one. I guess this is the tangerine one, the light orange. Okay, ready? Mm. Which one did you try first? Also light orange? That's good. That is good. If that's tangerine, that's a good one because it is citrusy. Tastes a little bit like a fruity pebble, huh? They're juicy. I don't know how Skittles does it. I'm guessing it's the citric acid that sort of uh, tantalizes the salivary glands there to make you to make your mouth water. But yeah, Skittles are... Juicy. I remember Liz Skittles was a 
Skittles was an advertiser with WWF Wrestling when Jim Ross was the commentator, and he used to just scream at the top of his lungs about juicy, juicy, fruit, juicy Skittles on every like ad break. It was very funny. Shout out to good old JR. By God. All right, what's next? Want to try the dark orange one? Oh, you're still chomping away there. They take me forever to eat. Yeah, that, that light orange one was a little bit, almost like a creamsicle. That was good. What's this one? Should be citrus scream. Yeah. I don't know. That one's a little bit more vague. Doesn't taste like anything, really. I'm getting like a little citrus orange. Yeah, maybe. What's next? Raspberry? Come on, I can't. You want to try purple or green next? We have two greens, but only one purple. I literally can't. Hold on. <laughs> They're too <laughs> chewy for you? You're spitting them out? Yeah. Okay, oh, gosh. purple? Purple, sure. This is rattled raspberry. <laughs> oh, you got a sour one. <laughs> wow, what a reaction. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow, that was really sour, wasn't it? Oh, you're crying again. Twice on, on this program. You spit that one uh. out too. So it wasn't the outside, was it? It was all on the inside. Wow, that was a... That must have been really, you're, you're shivering. Your hand is shaking. <laughs> the tears are gone now, which is good. You just took a big swig of water. Here, do you want, do you want one of my purple ones so no. you can see what a regular no, one looks like? I'm good with purple. I thought it was okay. It was a nice, uh, sort of a subdued raspberry. A little bit sweeter than I would expect from like a raspberry candy, but still good. Are you recovered? Yeah. Wow. That was wild. Light orange or dark, uh, I mean light green or dark green now. We didn't try, oh yeah. Yeah, we did. Light green? Uh, dark green. Dark green. Okay, so I've got one that looks a little funny here. Do you think Me this too. might be it? Uh, I don't think so, because the purple didn't. All right, let's try this. Oh, I don't know if this is a sour. I got it again! <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> it hurts! Oh, you're getting like aftershocks. Mm. Oh, it's like right here. <laughs> it gets you here. It gets you right here. Oh. Do you remember those commercials? A1 Bold? Gets you here. Gets you right here. Those are before your time, mm. I think. Wow, I can't believe you got two in a row. So that should be like it for your pack, though. Okay, good. I mean, there might be one more. You're joking. Well, I mean, on average, two to three per, per pack. I That one was not good, whatever it was. The dark green one. Oh, my gosh. If that was the green apple one, I didn't like it very much. It might have been lime. Let me try this other one here. This is lime. Yeah, it's definitely lime. So whatever my green apple one was, it wasn't good. Liz, I don't think I've had a sour one yet. You had two in a row. That means you got to keep eating them. Yeah, you lost Russian roulette. I guess I'll. So we've tried all the flavors now. I'm gonna well, keep. I'll just keep going with you. Then. I'm gonna keep trying the light green ones until I finish them. Until I get a sour one. I mean, these taste like regular lime skittles. It's so hard to even chew. Well, that one tastes a little sour. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. There it is. Oh. All right. Oh, you're right. It's like the sides of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Your salivary gland. Yeah. Mm. It's um. That's unpleasant for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not like uh, it's not killing me, but if you get it in a purple one, it's terrible. It is surprising when you're not really expecting it. Like I, I'm bracing myself for these, obviously, because we know they're in there. But oh man, if you were unsuspecting and didn't know, and you got one of those, that would be a pain in the butt, huh? I literally, I can't chew them. I can't finish them. All right, so I got a really sour lime one. You know what? I think that first apple one that I had might have been a sour too, because I just had another apple and it tasted good. But the first one I had just didn't taste bad. It tasted not sour in the sense of like citric acid sour, like tangy sour, but sour in the sense of like sour milk, like bad. 
No, the apple's all right when it's just straight up apple. Ah. Oh, you got another one. <laughs> Three in the pack. You're twitching. Oh, it was the tangerine one. It was a good one. Oh, no, that's a shame. So I have all I've got left are three raspberry. So I'm thinking there might be one in here. Let's find out. I kind of don't want to after what you just went through. No, that's another good one there. Another good raspberry. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's down to one more, so it's either this one or nothing. Uh. No, all my raspberries were good. It must have been that one green apple, the first green apple that I had, that I thought just tasted bad. The lime was a kicker. That got me. Green apple was a little funky. Not my favorite. These were good. And this was fun. I think like, uh, I think on Halloween night, after we have the big party, when everybody comes back and all the kids dump out all their candy onto the living room floor and they all like trade and barter with each other, Skittle Shriekers will probably be a hot commodity list. Yeah. Because if we've got some of these, or if you guys get some of these, kids are going to want to try. This is like a party game. It's like you do with the Bean Boozled Challenge or Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans, yeah. where you turn it into kind of a game. Ew, it just... You're still you're still having aftershocks here. Got on. Oh, gross. No, I don't want your trash. It's actually my saliva. Oh, disgusting. Right? All right, Liz, uh speaking speaking of disgusting or the opposite of disgusting. Alyssa, let's hit the bliss point. What do you think? Uh how do you rate Skittles Shriekers? Like a B plus. Wow, B plus. That's a stronger rating than I would expect from you. I mean, we think regular Skittles are good, right? Yeah. There were a couple flavors in here that we recognized. There were a few that were new. I thought the tangerine was really nice, actually. Gosh, every time I think of Skittles and Starburst, all I think of is like the animal bones now. Oh, because of gelatin. Yeah. Well, you saw there's no gelatin in these. You read the ingredients. Yeah, but it's still that just carnauba wax. Yeah, well, you know. Like thinking that you're eating crushed up animal bones. (laughs) Uh huh. That's like for a dog. Feed these to your dog. Hmm. Well, wait till you have a hamburger. Listen. Um, I know, that's even worse. So you said B plus overall. I think the tangerine was probably a B plus. Some of the other ones were not quite as good. I would say B minus for these. Although, hmm, you know what though? Let me think about it. As a whole, I can go higher. Yeah, just just as a straight up candy, if this was a package of these flavored Skittles, I would say, oh sure, you know, B minus, better than average. But the addition of the super sour ones and the reaction that you had made it all worthwhile. So listen, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll say B plus. These are fun. It's a fun game to play. It's a nice diversion for Halloween time. It's a good spooky snack. Alyssa, what do you think? I was like, oh, I already got two. I'm probably done now. Yeah. That ain't enough. Sneak attack. It's like uh, Jason Voorhees popping up behind you with a machete to the skull. But if it was a sour lime candy. (laughs) So, Liz, what do you think? Uh, Your final thoughts on this week's treat. What does this do against apple cider donuts? Apple cider donuts or Skittles shriekers? Apple cider donuts. Apple cider donuts, of course. Never in doubt, I don't think. And that means, Lissa, your winner and still reigning, defending, undisputed champion of spooky snacks. It's apple cider donuts, and they will reign for the rest of the year, Lissa, until we come back next October for the next thrilling adventure with junk food and we're gonna go back to the regularly scheduled program next week list yeah yeah we're gonna have a few weeks of just straight up junk feud trying to crown an undisputed champion undisputed trying to crown an undisputed champion of junk food as we head back into the regular treats 
until we get into uh, the holiday season, Liz. Ho, ho, whoa, it's coming back. Ho, ho, hit the whoa. Yeah. Uh, no Oreo roll this week, Thank Alyssa. Gosh. We're expecting that probably we'll see at least one for the holiday season, right? There's got to be. Mm, maybe. You know what they should do? What's they should that, make Oreo bats. Oreo like they're bats? Like make the bat? cookies into the yeah. shape of bats? Yeah. Well, that would be fun, wouldn't it? You know what? We had some, uh, I had some Oreo cookies and cream popcorn last night. Oh, I thought that was just burnt popcorn on the counter. No, no. A friend of the show, Hadley, brought that to us. Shout out to Hads. How much popcorn did they bring you? They brought me three bags of popcorn. One buttered, one caramel, and uh, one Oreo cookies and cream. We tried them all. They were all really good. I'm a sucker for caramel corn. Friend of the show, Jim, has this thing where if he sees caramel corn, he has to get it. And he tries every one that he sees everywhere. And I think that's a good way to live. We should start doing that. YOLO, YOLO. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Liz, um, each week on this show, we ask a very important question. Can you deep fry this week's snack? Will it deep fry, Alyssa? Um, no. No, you can't get deep fried Skittles. But you can get freeze dried Skittles. You can get freeze dried Skittles. That's right. Dad, you know what I think we should do? What's that, bud? When we have like gummies or candy, we should add like a freeze dried section. Mm, Interesting. Like, will it freeze dry? Yeah. Well, I think the answer is probably yes, right? Because there's this website called freezedrieddepot.com that'll sell you uh, freeze-dried Skittles shriekers list. It takes freeze-dried the... Skittles are so good. Well, have you had them? Yeah. I don't think I've had them. You had freeze-dried gummy worms that you gave me this week. <laughs> yeah. That is a wild eating experience. It sure is. They retain the sourness, but all the gumminess goes away. They become crunchy. Yeah. I don't know about that. What do you think? Do you like those? No. Well, you know what I do like, Liz? What? The back of the box, and it's time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. List, we have a new segment this week for the Halloween episode of Junk Food. This week's segment is We Scream. We do scream. We scream. I scream. You scream. We scream. For ice cream. For ice cream. It's a new segment on We Scream. We try a new ice cream, and we have to decide if we scream for ice cream. And of course, because uh, it is Halloween, Alyssa, we have to give it our best scream queen holler. Alyssa, do you know what a scream queen is? Uh, it's like the best, the, the girl who has the best Halloween horror scream. Yeah, that's right. It was a nickname for a female actor, like a, a play on a scream queen, obviously. That I've was- always wanted to like- do one of those, but uh-huh. I'm too scared to like scream outside because some people might think that I'm dying. Well, right here in the comfort of the Junk Feud studio list, you'll get a chance to do that if, in fact, you like today's treat. And do you know what it is today, Liz? Um, uh, milkshake and fry, maybe? Yeah, today we're trying Van Leeuwen's malted milkshake and fries ice cream, which I am very excited about. And you told me you are dreading. Yeah. Well, dread, Alyssa, is a good quality for a scream queen. Yeah. It has also they also look good on people's hair. Dreads. Dreads. <laughs> Dreads. <laughs> All right, different kind of dread. So that's uh that's my cue to go get the ice cream out of the freezer. And we'll be back right after this. And we're back. We are back. I have in my possession I list. It. I want to open it. You want to open it. It is a Idaho blue and brown package. 14 ounces, not not even a whole pint anymore. Disrespectful. Disrespectful, I agree. But no one's going to finish this except you, so. <laughs> Whatever. Van Leeuwen, Idaho potato, malted milkshake and fries, French ice cream. I'm excited about this list. I am not. This says, nothing makes us happier than this malted milkshake and fries ice cream. We got old school diner vibes and had a hankering for a milkshake and fries or a velvet and frog sticks. Uh, so <laughs> 86, the rabbit food and enjoy a scoop or seven of the slamming combo, blah, 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 blah. Let's try it. Go ahead. Open it up. What's cold? Yeah, it came out of the freezer. 
Oh, that looks like vomit. It well, yeah, it does. But it's ice cream. It's got chunks of potato in it. Oh, yeah. How do you think they got the French fry flavorless? So let's see. Ice cream very famously doesn't really smell like much usually because it's cold. Oh boy. Uh, oh god. <laughs> well, it smells like French fries. Yeah, it sure does. Give that a whiff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm excited I don't about want the this. Fat spoon. You don't want the fat spoon. No. <laughs> also disrespectful. All right, let's try this. Uh oh man. I, there's a big chunk of potato right there in the middle. Make sure you get some of that. Oh, definitely not. So I got a spoonful of malted milkshake and fries. I'm gonna try it like shaved ice. Make sure you get enough that you can actually taste it and get a chunk of that potato in there. That's got to be the the part. Obviously, Liz, this is a play on dipping your French fries into a milkshake or like a Wendy's Frosty, for example, foreshadowing. Okay, You're making a face. It's not bad. It's not good. This is interesting, Alyssa. It really is because it's salty and potato-y. Not like overwhelmingly salty, but there's I a saltiness like the to it. I don't like the chunks of potato. <laughs> Liz, while we're chomping away on this, who's your favorite scream queen from horror movies? Um, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, sure. That's a really good scream. Yep, she's in Wednesday now. She was in. Uh, I wonder what was the... that horror movie she was in not too long ago? Huh? I don't remember. She was in one that was. Oh, Scream. Oh uh, well, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm kind of partial to D. Wallace myself, Liz. Elliot's mom from E. T. Where? Faye Ray, she was another good one from King Kong. Zeta Johan from The Mummy, 1932. Wait, hold on. Yes, Scream. Insidious Chapter 2, that's what I was thinking of. So, Liz. Oh, what? What did you think about the malted milkshake and fries French ice cream? It definitely tastes like a French fry. Like a C? Yeah, I'd say, I don't know if I can give this a good grade. I would say like C minus because I'm not going to want to eat this. Like, you know, you go to those fancy ice cream shops now and they've got all sorts of wacky flavors like goat cheese and black pepper and whatnot. But some of those are really, really good. This is one of those attempts to be kind of interesting, but it doesn't really work out. It just tastes like somebody drizzled some old used fry oil into vanilla ice cream. Yeah. I will probably finish this, uh, you know, because like chef reactions, I'm a human piece of garbage or whatever he says. Uh I don't know. It's okay. C minus, you said C flat? Yeah. What do you think? Do we scream? No. No? <laughs> no. Definitely don't scream. Well, because we don't scream for Van Lee and Idaho Potato malted milkshake and fries list, that means you get to scream because you want to be a scream queen for Halloween. Let's hear it, kiddo. Give us your best scream queen scream. Ah. D minus. <laughs> Gentleman's F. Do your scream. Ah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to compress the crap out of that to not make it sound terrible. But you know what doesn't sound terrible, Liz? Ending this show. That's right, this show, because it should reach you in excellent condition, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Liz, any final thoughts for Junk Bood, the holiday season, the spooky season for 2023? Have a good Halloween, guys. Have a good Halloween, guys. This podcast has contained your recommended daily allowance of fun. Fun. For more, go to X Instagram threads or wherever you choose to be social and find us at Junk Feud Pod. You can watch fun size reviews on YouTube, buy our merch on Teapotlick, and don't forget to catch all the snacks in each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. Bye.